0: Welcome to episode 13 of Listen, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Molly Doyle. And I'm Jasmine Doyle. So, Jazz, here we are.
1: Here we are.
0: At the end of an era.
1: Exciting times. It is very exciting.
0: Um, Also kind of sad. Bittersweet. Bittersweet, that's the right way to put it, I think. So, if you're listening to this podcast episode right now, you are probably aware, or we hope you are aware, that the final episode of Jodie Whittaker's Doctor and Chris Chibnall's era as showrunner has just aired.
1: Yeah, and that episode is The Power of the Doctor. So, really exciting times here.
0: Yes, very exciting. And as we're recording right now, um, it is Monday? Monday so it was yesterday, so it's quite fresh in our mm-hmm. minds. Um, sadly, we weren't able to watch it together, um, but in a way, that's quite cool, because it means we haven't had yeah, too much of a Yeah, we barely discussed,
1: so this is all going to be fresh. I don't really know what your thoughts are. We're going to see. No.
0: Yeah, so shall we dive in like we normally do with some overall thoughts yeah. on the episode?
1: Overall what thoughts. What did you think? Um, for me, I, I really loved it. I... Had a thoroughly enjoyable time. I think it hit the marks. I think I was pleasantly surprised. I think it it surprised me. I think it started off when I was like not entirely sure whether it was going to win me over, but I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it would, there was a lot of fan service, which was really nice, and fan service for classic Who, which was actually really nice to have, despite not being like hugely hugely. Aware of classic who myself still appreciated the references, and I thought it was a fitting send off for Jodie. Yeah,
0: yeah, I kind of agree with what you said. Really, I think when I was watching it, and before I was watching it, and after I was watching it, I was really sad because I I feel sad that it's the end of the era. Like I think that's Mm. my overriding emotion. But I think that's always the way. Like I'm thinking back to. When previous doctors left and like those episodes, like they are emotional. But one thing that I really liked about this episode on reflection is although it's sad, because although it's sad because it's always going to be sad because it's the end, it's actually done in such a positive way. And that's so fitting with Jodie's doctor. Like if you think about mm. the regeneration and the way she says goodbye to Yaz as well, like all of that is actually... It could be negative and really tragic, but it's all done in like a positive way. And I think that's actually really something that's quite underrated and special about Jodie's era is like the positivity, especially if you think about the context of this era, you know, starting in 2017 and going through the pandemic to now and the tumultuous times that we're still in. um, Yeah, I think that that positivity is actually so important and really really nice
1: and it's had to had to deal with a lot of negativity from quite a large portion of the fandom so to kind of take that and not like succumb to all of that negativity and just be like this is what we are yeah carry on in the like positive way that works for Jodie's doctor I think that's really nice yeah I I
0: liked that too um I think other general thoughts I had on the episode, I agree with you about the fan service. I think it was great. I think I would have appreciated it so much if I were a fan of Classic Who. Mm -hmm. It makes me want to go and like watch it, which I always think every time there's any references to people. (laughs) But um, maybe this time we actually will get around to doing that. But Mm -hmm. that made a lot of sense for it being, because I sort of forgotten it was part of the BBC centenary special. Which is why I think, there were so many links to the past, which makes sense. Yeah, but, um, so I really liked that. I thought, we'll dive into it as we go along, but... Yeah, of course. Two key things that I really liked about the episode was the master.
1: I thought the master was, I think this was the best Sasha Dewan's master has ever been. Yeah. I think he was absolutely amazing.
0: It was really cool. And I think also something that I admire about this era, which I think not... I think Chris Chiffnall doesn't always pull it off 100%, but a lot of the time he does. And he's, I think, regardless of whether he pulls it off or not, I
1: really admire his ambition with his scope. Yeah, the scale was huge. And visually, like, stunning. A lot of that, I was like, oh, my God, that's, like, beautiful.
0: Visually stunning and the way it jumps from like different historical periods yeah. and different locations and then it's all tied together.
1: It felt quite a lot like flux to
0: me. It did, as a yeah. Series, which
1: is quite of... nice to have that continuation. Yeah. Um, it had a the whole era had a definite feel to it. Mm. Um, which I think continued through to this finale.
0: And it's it's kinda of interesting though if you think about it, because if you think about where this era started, it was like branding itself as like a sort of a reboot and like um like a a a clean break from the past not that it was like rejecting the past but it wasn't having any references to
1: classic
0: who or even really anything else in new who there was no like returning villains in the first series it was all new 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 Mm -hmm. and how it's gone from that quite naturally and seamlessly into this like episode finale that's really embracing so much of everything which I think is really cool Um, yeah yeah. I don't know do do you have any more things to say for general thoughts
1: no I think we'll just get to it as we discuss I think we're going to go through the episode kind of in kind of chronologically um, and discuss the specifics okay so the episode kind of starts um, on this kind of space train hurtling through the sky, a big like a big fast-paced cold open, um, similar to how they kind of did with Flux first episode, where it was a big like oh, flying through space yeah, kind that's of thing. True. Um, also, interestingly, um, Jodie Whitaker's first episode started on a train, yeah, and her last episode started on a train. Don't know if that was intentional, but it's nice. It probably um, was,
0: and it's that's such a nice parallel as well. And and it if you think about it, oh, it's so cool as well because if you think about it, when she landed on that train to begin with, like obviously a key part of that episode was her like not knowing who she was and figuring out herself mm. and like now, like in this episode, she's so clearly the Doctor, like yeah. it's really nice to see that journey.
1: That is so true. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of started with these people on train um, and a big cyber... Cybermen attack. attacks more specifically cyber master attack mm. um and they're all going on about protecting the cargo they're like forget about the guests we've got to protect the cargo so we know something serious is being held on this train i don't know about you but when i watched this i thought it was going to be the master i was like i really thought the master was like imprisoned in that box mm. but no
0: um, um i didn't know what it was when they
1: revealed it to be the child i thought it was the timeless child I thought it was something to do with The Timeless Child. Yeah. Um, but The Timeless Child has been abandoned, it seems. Yeah, I I don't know. I guess we'll discuss that kind of... Maybe at the end. That is something... A few a few threads left unanswered, but also in a way, perhaps it's good to leave it unanswered. I don't think Chibnall would have been able to wrap all that up successfully in an episode while still giving Jodie the finale she deserves. No, um,
0: I feel like I I watched the confused adipose talking about this, and I think he had a good point. He's like, if Chibnall wanted to do more with the timeless child, he should have that should have been in flux. Like it was right yeah. that these specials, particularly this last one, didn't really deal with that because, yeah. like you say, it's not possible to give Jodie a send off that she deserves while wrapping up this huge complex thing yes. um, I would have personally like,
1: I really like the timeless child as a I like it too but I don't think it's necessarily gone forever no
0: I don't think it is and I think it's cool to have little things that can be drawn on by future yes. showrunners and knowing Russell I feel like that's something he might pick up on I feel like it's something he would yeah. like
1: to use you know Perhaps and and if not Russell, whoever's yeah, next, like it's exactly. it's it's still part of the Doctor's history. Now. It is, and the way of the law
0: of Doctor Who. Yeah, so. and the way it was left with like the pocket watch being dropped into the tardis, like that's so easy to be picked up on by exactly anybody, which is cool. Yeah. I kind of would have liked to see Jodie deal with it, but then she kind of yeah. did have that closure, didn't she,
1: at the end of Flux? Yeah, yeah, sort of, but I don't know. Yeah, but. Anyway, it was not the timeless child. (laughs) It was not the timeless child. At this point, we don't know what it is. It's just kind of, I think the point of this kind of opening was just to establish a fun, like, exciting start to the episode. Um, A bit of mystery involved. We don't know what's in there. Mm. Um, Also, quite an important kind of thing that happens very quickly is obviously Dan has an incident with his helmet. (laughs) Um, and gets, has a near-death experience. Yeah. Um.
0: Wait, is it with his helmet? I thought that he was, he, I thought it was that he like nearly fell landing
1: onto the. It was smashed. Oh. I didn't. Did you not see that? No, I thought that he was like struggling. He was also gripping on for life, but his helmet had smashed. Oh, and... I didn't
0: <laughs> notice. Sorry.
1: Continue. Well, sorry. Sorry. Anyway, it's a near-death experience. Also, I just wanted to say a quick side note to, it was cool to see the orange spacesuits. Yes. <laughs> we love always cool to see Um, that but yeah so dan basically when they get off this train he's just like i'm out (laughs) you don't have to come back for me okay what
0: i was one hand away from flying off into space and suffocating I don't want to push me luck any further. I mean, all this, all this is amazing. And I've had the most incredible time, but it's not my life. And my life's far from perfect, but I need to get back to it. I need to attack it. And I can now, because I've been with you. Yeah, which was interesting. I like surprised me. It it's cool. It's a nice way. It's a nice way to leave. I like, I like that ending for Dan. I just wonder why it happened so soon in the story.
1: I kind of think, in a way, they this was like the Doctor and Yaz's story, mm. and I kind of like that in a way that it's like Yaz is the focus of. The, I don't know what I mean, but like.
0: No, I like that too. I just wonder whether it would have been better to have to have Dan's
1: story wrapped up at the end of Legend of the Sea Devils, maybe at the end of that Yeah, episode. honestly, that might have made a lot more sense, yeah, because then he could have come back with, like, Graham or whatever.
0: Yeah, exactly, which is still, it's still so nice to see him at the end, and I really like Dan yeah, as course. a character, but I'm very glad that it was Yaz-centric because I yes. think that just made sense for this for where the whole show is at this point. Like, that was the right choice. It's just, it was a little bit odd that Dan was there for such a short time.
1: Yeah, it felt quite abrupt. that They were just like, off you go, Dan. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, obviously a reason why they
0: wanted him there rather than in the other one. Yeah.
1: It's a nice end for Dan. I'm happy for him to go and call it quits when he's on his own terms yeah exactly um but yeah um um so just finishing up what happens with that is that the doctor what, what the credit's role whatever um the doctor traces where that cargo was being taken the the child um and finds that it's in 1916 just outside earth on some like new planet. Mm -hmm. So she's like, what? So she goes there with Yaz. They have a look, and the whole planet is like a cyber planet. Yeah. It's all metal and converted. thought it looked pretty cool. It did look
0: cool. Um, It reminded me... I wondered if it was going to be Mondas, because... Oh. You know, that's like the Earth's twin planet and we have Mondasi and Cybermen. So I was like, yeah, oh, I wonder, wasn't that. Um, no. It was cool. And the yeah, the visuals in this whole episode were really cool. So yeah, this was just exactly. part of that. Um, the the Quarrenx, is that how you say it?
1: Is that when they discover it here? So they, they, you remember they see this child yeah. tethered up. Well, firstly, they see the, this other, uh, Alternative TARDIS. Mm, the Master's TARDIS. Confusing. They don't know it's the Master's TARDIS. No, but we know yeah, it's the Master's right. TARDIS. Yes. Um, which is an intriguing little thing to see. The I liked the visuals of the TARDIS with the ha 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 ha. Yeah. You know. That was and cool. That's very cool. Um, So, um, they find a big energy source on this planet. Is They trace it to this child who's been tethered. To the the core of the planet, um, it's basically powering the planet. Um, and the Doctor does some sonic stuff as she does, mm-hmm. and um, reveals that this is actually a a Quarinx, Yeah, I believe now. So sorry, carry on. They've taken the form of a child because it's something that everyone instinctively wants to protect. So that's like a self defense. Yeah, I thought that was really
0: cool. I liked that little idea about yeah. it being this child, like, image projected. Um, and it's always nice to see, like, I don't know if it, did they call it a perception filter, but it's nice, you know, these little things that come back again. <laughs> um, the actual Quarrenx itself really reminded me of the thing from The Woman That Fell to Earth, you know?
1: Yeah. Those, like, tangly, like, like spindly
0: Is That wasn't a Quarrenx, was it? No, no, that was um, something completely different. But but it's an yeah, interesting <laughs> parallel similar. again with the
1: first episode. Yeah, it did look similar. And it looked, I think it looked really cool because it looked quite like out of this world and quite like, because this is clearly, it's like a sentient energy um, being that like powers universes and things. Like it's a really, like seems like a very powerful concept that even the Doctor doesn't really understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that kind of section ends with the cyber guys. They're not cyber guys. <laughs> the cyber masters attacking the Doctor and Yaz. As they run off back to the TARDIS. Um, but meanwhile, we have an introduction to a figure. Um, firstly, in Siberia, 1916, we see... Did you know immediately that this was the master? Yes, because i seen the trailer. <laughs> With the beard. Um, but quite ominously, I don't know if you noticed, it was a... It was a... The knock was a... Oh, really? Uh, on the door. Oh, that's cool. I feel like that's got to be on purpose, the four knocks. Of course. Um, that's really cool. I didn't notice that. Yeah, so that's... Obviously, with Sasha Dewan. And then we see him again um, in palace at st petersburg um he's disguising himself as rasputin and he's um i don't know what he's doing do you know what he's doing yeah. with these you know when he's like getting people to look into his eyes and he's like brainwashing them how is he doing that i don't know
0: how he's doing that i wonder if it's like you know how the doctor has the power to like read people's minds
1: i wonder yeah. if the master
0: has like a sort of twin evil
1: power to like
0: maybe brainwash
1: people i don't it know it was quite cool
0: it was but also why... i don't know if it was
1: addressed and i didn't why is he doing that why does he want to brainwash them i think he just wants to get them to leave and be like you're going to trust me with this place because i think he wants to use this oh as like for a the base.
0: place for the to lure the doctor there and everything got yes. it yes
1: okay that makes sense i believe so that's kind of setting up the master's thread and all mm-hmm. this um pretty cool pretty cool master is always brilliant um but at the same time we have tegan and ace yeah old old classic who companions um ace is in the art gallery inquiring about these missing paintings a bit of a mystery Mm -hmm. um tegan's looking into her missing seismologists Mm -hmm. um so they're both doing classic kind of you know, Sarah Jane, like classic yeah. companions after the Doctor doing their own investigative work. Yeah. <laughs> which is nice. And Tegan also receives a parcel from what she thinks is the Doctor. A little tiny Cyberman. Did you know what that was immediately? Um, Well, I know that the Master miniaturises people, so
0: I thought it was that. I didn't really click that it was Ashad. Ashad. Um, But... I probably should have done.
1: <laughs> and also, interestingly, she's receives it in a Russian doll box. Yeah.
0: So that's like, you're a bit like,
1: hmm.
0: And I like how that Russian comes doll. into play because, you know, the Russian doll is like things contained within things. And also they're exactly.
1: in, you know, the Russian. masters in St. Petersburg and stuff. So that, that's exactly. cool. I like that. I like that too. Um, so these two are kind of linked together um, when the doctor now is called into unit by Kate Stewart, always nice to see Kate Stewart. Yeah, um, and there she reunites with Tegan and Ace, who are being um, working with unit.
0: Yeah, can I just say on that there? One thing I didn't notice until I read some article about something. Did you know it was Chris Chibnall who introduced Kate Stewart as a character in Moffat's oh, yeah, era? Because he wrote the Power of Three, which is cool. True. Um, so it's nice that she's there
1: in this episode as
0: well. Very cool.
1: Um, what were your thoughts on, like, the Doctor reuniting with Tegan and Ace? Um, I mean,
0: it's interesting, obviously, isn't it, for us, because we don't really know, like, the backstory. I think it's it it did remind me of, you know, School Reunion and Sarah Jane and mm-hmm. then Rose being kind of perturbed, just like Yaz is sort of the same. Yeah. I think it it was helpful, actually, I guess, and it's kind of... I guess it's actually really fitting with this episode, given that Yaz is, like, preparing to... I mean, not that exactly. she knows it here, but she knows it's coming at some point because they've had this previous discussion and it's it kind of helps her see, like, life beyond the doctor. You can still do cool yeah. things. Also, you're going to still, you know, the both the positives and the negatives of that. Like, the positives still being able to do investigative alien fighting work, but also, you know, the sadness and, like, the bitterness that... I co- is it Tegan that's particularly, like... Tegan is quite bitter. Yeah. So yeah. So It's
1: interesting.
0: Yeah, it's interesting comparing them to Yaz, who's about to become one of them, essentially.
1: Yeah. I think it is really cool that these two are brought back. I think it's, like... It's so cool that it's, like, so many years after they were on air, like, as Doctor Two Companions. It's, like... Imagine if in, like, 30 or 40 years' time, we get to see, like, Rose Tyler come back or something. Like, it's it's that sort of... It's just... It's very cool that Doctor Who has such a history that it can, like, keep these things going. So many... Like, it's the same show, even though it's, like, literally 40 years later, you know? Yeah,
0: and it's just, like, how many other shows can say that? Like, yeah. hardly any are gonna... <clears throat> are going to be able to do that sort of thing. There's just so much there with this show, which is just... We're very lucky, really.
1: Yeah. So, what we find when we're at Unit is that the Master has inserted himself into all these important historical paintings. um, And I think that is really just to lure him in, lure the Doctor in to come and see him, really. Just a classic Master in your face haha look at me
0: yeah which isn't fitting with character although I quite liked I kind of would have liked to see something more I guess that wasn't the point the paintings weren't I think because of the trailer the way the trailer set up the paintings and the seismologists made it I guess the seismologists were important volcanoes were important but kind of made it seem like that was going to be more of the the story I sort of was it was giving me flashbacks to like Day of the Doctor and the National Gallery and the Zygons obviously the paintings were much more Key there, yeah,
1: yeah, more important in that story. This was not so important. It was more of a, I guess, in the trailer they can't give away, yeah, a lot of the stuff that's going on in later in the episode. So they just have to kind of latch onto like the mysteries from the beginning. Um, but yeah, that is in my kind of summary of the episodes. Yeah, that's where I've ended the like beginning of the episode. I think they've kind of set everything up. Yeah,
0: well, the last thing that you said there was the Doctor electric shocking. Tegan and Ace, which obviously comes back to play. Did you, when that first happened, did you think, what's
1: going on? I thought, what's that about? I thought it was more to do with, like, Jodie has some, like, nearly regenerating energy or something. Yeah, that's what I thought. Reacting with the past. Yeah, I
0: thought it was, like, her, you know, her current form is unstable and that's why she's, like, emitting electricity. But it was cool what it actually ended up being.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, So... As we're getting into like the meat of the episode, I think this is also where it starts getting really good because the master starts going crazy, which is always really fun to watch. Yeah. Um, we go to Naples, where the master is giving a lecture to all the tiny people. <laughs> his his collection of seismologists. Now that um which is crazy. It's crazy and
0: I think it is, it's it's kinda of, it's very creepy and very like to me, it's very threatening. Like, because whenever you see the master being kind of unhinged, it's like really quite scary, and that's what that felt like. Like the fact that he'd—he's like a little crazy child because he set up like it's like his toys, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and he literally says like, "Oh, I think I've collected the whole set, or whatever." Yeah, like it's—it's also these people are like dead. He's just like killed these people in cold blood.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. Like that's pretty mad. (laughs) It is. That's what's ruthless about
1: it. Um. Something that confused me mm-hmm. is that the master said that he's in- he ingested the Siberium. Yeah, what what did that do to him? Do you think is that why he can brainwash people? <laughs> I don't think so
0: because I don't think the Siberium does that. Isn't the Siberium just like all the information about like the Cyberman, Cybermen, and their plans and their strategy? Okay, isn't that what I can't is? remember enough about because... the Siberium? Honestly. That's what Ashad wanted in Haunting... Yeah, I know
1: that's what he wanted. And I can picture it being like the swirly. It's the thing that got into Percy.
0: Yeah, Percy Shelley, yeah.
1: Percy Shelley. Why he was like seeing things.
0: Yeah. Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think it is the Cybermaster plan. Like, that's what it is. Um, Is that why he now has like control over the Yeah, I think that's what it is. Especially because his Cybermen are the Cybermasters.
1: Yeah. But um he also warns the doctor that she's going to die and he's his I also really liked I found his interactions with Yaz very threatening. Mm. Not just die. This is the day you are erased from existence forever. stop stopper. Awkward, <laughs> right? Yes. you see what I've done? I oh, was so clever. Because I can give her this warning, but we both know she won't leave. She can't. Not now I've said that to her, and yet she knows she should, because she also knows I don't make empty threats. I can
0: absolutely,
1: categorically, pinky you confirm this is no empty threat. <laughs> I Thought there was something quite like real about the way he was kind of like in her face and trying to like throw her off guard, yeah. Um, I liked that. Mm. Um, all of unit bursts in, captures the master, yeah. Um, out slightly out of character, the doctor is very insistent that Yaz takes a gun, yeah.
0: Gap. Now. Why is this? I mean, I know it makes sense because then the master's like, oh, do you know how to use that? And she's like, I've had weapons training, which is cool because it's yeah. typical remembering that she's a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> True. You know, but like, why? I guess it's sort of, to me, it made
1: me think, oh, like, the, the threat is really high. because it's because... serious. And also it's Yaz, and maybe that shows, like, the doctor really wants to make sure Yaz doesn't get hurt. Yeah. yeah, It's interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the master kind of parades through unit. He's so deranged. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. And also, if we were fans of classic Who, more I've like read about the some of the things he says to like Tegan. And yeah, us, yeah. Um, which is like actual callbacks to like he says like, "How's your How's your aunt Vanessa?" And he killed that. that yeah, in classic Who, and like various things like that. It's cool that they're like actually calling back to specific plot points yeah Um, that's cool yeah and he's locked up but then Tegan and Ace are like oh my little Cyberman toy has moved (laughs) (laughs) um at it bursts open massive opens up like a Russian doll
0: yeah that was cool obviously because you know we've had those That's the payoff of the Russian
1: doll thing, and then it's Ashad, and he's really scary. So like, he's cool. I think the way he like, I always think he's a really cool character Mm. because there's something quite scary about the kind of humanity that's left in him. Yeah, kind of like he he walks different to the other side man. He kind of like stomps with like human rage. Mm. I don't know. I think it's
0: cool. He stomps with human rage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Poetic. Yeah. Um. And yeah, he goes down. He breaks out the master. Dramatic things are. Spanner has been thrown in the works. On another storyline, we have the Doctor is going to this volcano where this Dalek has contacted oh, yeah. her and said, "Like, I want to betray my Daleks." Oh, well, that was interesting. <laughs> and- Come and talk to me. See, I don't know whether the Daleks were needed in this episode Mm. in general. I feel like it could have just been a Cyberman episode and had, like, the same effect.
0: I... You know what? I had not thought about that, but I agree. Because, especially, it makes sense having the Cybermen and the Masters, because he's got the Cybermasters. They've got that link. Plus, he's ingested the Siberian. I don't know why they've made an allegiance with the Daleks.
1: Like... I'm not sure. it, It... I think it's just because it's the 60th, and they're like the Daleks are the most iconic. Not the 60th; it's the Cinderella. Yeah, um, the Daleks are the most iconic thing in Doctor Who outside of the Doctor and the TARDIS. Yeah. So I guess it's just something they feel like they had to include, and I don't mind it. Like it's not, like it's always good to see the Daleks. Yeah,
0: I don't mind it, and I and I the thing I like about it is I do like we'll get to it, but like the very end where she like hit you know kills two birds with one stone and like yeah turns the the exploding volcanoes into like steel sculptures like that's cool yeah like but apart from that i agree with you it doesn't really make sense that the daleks would like be in cahoots with the master and the cybermen and it is just like i
1: suppose it's just the classic um like the pandorica alliance yeah like only thing we hate more than each other is you, yeah, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, <laughs> yeah, so I guess they're um, there. so they're there, and they the traitor Dalek is being a traitor, mm. but the other Daleks hijack that and kill that Dalek and trap the doctor inside, yes, and then how does so then how does the doctor get taken to St
0: Petersburg
1: so I think the Daleks, because they're in alliance with the Master, take the Doctor to Saint Petersburg. They just fly her there. I guess they <laughs> don't have a Tarit. Are they in are they is this volcano in nineteen sixteen?
0: I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's in the present. Maybe day. they have
1: a vortice manipulator, cheap and nasty.
0: <laughs> Maybe they got cheap and nasty sound travel. I don't Maybe. know. But anyway fine the doctor goes to st petersburg
1: Petersburg." another question to me as well was um so obviously ashad has broken out the master and he's like out does he then go back to like establish himself as rasputin is that what's happening there Uh, yeah okay i don't know i think so okay because then now he's here (laughs) hang
0: on how did he get from being in st petersburg to being in naples so what year was he in Naples? Is it in 2022? I think he
1: was in Naples first. I think we just saw St. Petersburg.
0: Ah, uh, okay. I see.
1: Maybe. Because I'm assuming he goes back, grows a beard. Yeah, so Ashad
0: breaks him out of unit,
1: takes him back to St. Petersburg. Well, Ashad stays there, but he he goes.
0: Okay, right, I see. How does he get I don't get think there? he's
1: in unit after that, is he?
0: How does he get there with his vortex manipulation? He coming? has a TARDIS. But isn't his TARDIS stuck on the...
1: He probably has a experience. <laughs> okay. Anyway, later. Okay, anyway. I don't know. It's a time travel show. They've all time traveled yeah, somehow. Okay. Um, so, they're all there in St. Petersburg. Um, Yaz is somehow flying the TARDIS with post-it notes. No, not yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She is, because she doesn't go with the doctor. Yeah. The doctor gets oh, taken oh, off, and she's like, I've oh, got to try and track where the doctor's gone. Yes,
0: I actually really liked that. I liked Yaz flying the TARDIS. See,
1: I don't think it makes much sense, but I like it. Why doesn't it make sense? Because I feel like there's been a lot of discourse on, like, how, like, no one can fly the TARDIS, except for, like, River and the Doctor, and, like, he was so surprised that River could fly the TARDIS and that sort of thing. Like, it's, like, not, it's not just something you can just do based on post-it notes, is it?
0: I don't know. I kind of like the idea. It's the same as what we saw. We've talked about this before, but, like... With Clara. With Clara I like... the, the Doctor. I like that narrative, and I like that yeah. it makes. I wouldn't agree with it just ordinarily, like in random series twelve episode, but like in Yaz's final episode.
1: Yeah, I like that she's. No, I quite up. like it. It's
0: also very cute. Like it's like she's been paying attention, and she's like, yeah. Oh. I don't know. I just I like I liked it, but I know what you mean. No,
1: I like it too. I don't think it necessarily makes sense, but I still like it. Okay. <laughs> so
0: anyway, so um, Yaz so. makes
1: it to St. Petersburg. Is that what she where she's headed? Yes. Okay. Well, I really, the master has some more deranged, unhinged moments with the doctor.
0: I'm going old school, doctor. A tribute to our elders.
1: Do you remember the ultimate sanction for breaking our laws? Forced regeneration.
0: They even did it to you once, didn't they? Well, maybe more than once, who knows?
1: Not you. You don't have the technology. I do, I do, I do. (laughs) When I ransacked Gallifrey, I took everything. But where would you get the power? If only I had a planet built for this purpose. No, wait, wait, I do! (laughs) You did get that, right? A conversion planet. Except it doesn't only convert organic to cyber. I brought it here to help another conversion altogether. This is my favourite. I love this part. Yeah, it was. So <laughs> when he cool. danced to Rasputin. It was when I was like. I thought it was so funny. It was
0: one of those moments because I was watching it by myself. Obviously, I'm not really reacting to anyone but like even in that moment I sort of like laughed to myself like this show is so honestly
1: it made me laugh out loud when the Dalek and the Cybermen just like looked at each other like what is (laughs) happening yeah it was
0: funny
1: and I really liked it and it you
0: know it's a it is a callback to because the John Sim master does it too John Sim,
1: which is cool yeah it's cool and also it's you know he's like oh it's my master my Daleks my master Dalek plan blah blah I was just thinking, we could call this the Master's Dalek Plan. Or the uh, Cyber Dalek Master Plan, or this. Cyber Master's Dalek Plan, I can't, can't get it. That's a callback cool to, there's a First Doctor. Ah, uh, story called story. the Dalek Master Plan. Master Plan. <laughs> I it's like that, cool. that's cool. Quite cool. Yeah. Um, so what happens here, which I thought was a really, really cool idea, is that the Master puts the Doctor in this chamber and forces regeneration. Not only forces regeneration, forces regeneration into him. Yeah, now that was... One... When this happened, I was like, whoa. I, this was where I was really starting to get into the episode after Rasputin. I was like <laughs> really starting to enjoy myself. Um, I really liked this idea. Yeah, me I too. I thought this was really, really cool. Especially seeing the Master walk out in like the Thirteenth Doctor's outfit. Yeah. Was really cool. No,
0: I really liked that. I liked that. I think it's something that we haven't seen before, have we, Force Regeneration? But it feels like it's... Well, the, I believe the
1: second Doctor... Oh, really? ...regenerated by Force Regeneration by the Time Lords.
0: Ah, okay.
1: That's like a punishment for his crimes. Right, but we haven't really seen it in New Who. <laughs> no, we haven't. So I was aware of it as a thing. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was quite cool. And also, kind of. I was thinking it's kind of the opposite of the end of time where like in the end of time the master made every single person himself (laughs) apart from the doctor and now he's like making the doctor himself yeah it
0: reminded me i didn't even think that but just the setup of it like the immortality gate it it looks like didn't it um yeah it was cool and obviously terrifying and you're like how's she gonna get out of this
1: and then i was like is that the doctor gone for like most of the episode yeah i was thinking i was like i was shocked because i was like surely i was like i know that's not going to be the end of Jodie because this is her final episode and they're not just going to let her go like that. But I was like, how are they going to do this without... Her? I was so confused. Um, I thought that was really cool and a really kind of shocking little twist mm. to throw in the mix. Um, the master takes Yaz out in the TARDIS yeah. um, on a little to journey. Um, I absolutely loved when he came out of the TARDIS in, like, a mismatched of all of the yeah. different Doctor's clothes, he had, like, 13th Doctor's coat, 7th Doctor's jumper, yeah, yeah. 5th Doctor's celery, Well else did he 2nd Doctor's recorder, 4th Doctor's scarf, so he had a full Yeah, mix. I wish he had, like, Converse or something. Yeah,
0: like that's it. what I was thinking, I was like, oh, I wonder. I literally had that
1: thought, I wonder if he's wearing Converse. Yeah, I don't know who he was, but that would be cool. Um... But I thought that was really cool. It was really funny. Um, He's kind of going on this kind of thing about, like, trying to show the world, like, this is what the Doctor is and, like, kind of the opposite of what we see the Doctor as, this, like, symbol of hope and things. And he's trying to present the Doctor throughout the universe as, like, a symbol of fear. It reminded
0: me of... Uh, a good man goes to war because that's when they're like mm. the word doctor means like warrior you know it's not obviously not yeah. the same but it, it did sort of remind me of that and then though matt, matt smith sorry, matt smith had a few stories didn't he about like erasing himself like
1: the, yeah you know
0: i don't know obviously it's not that but
1: yeah it's cool but it also seems like a very master thing to do to me it's like a master plan is to like be kind of petty and like You've got rid of her, and now you're going to go around like spreading to the universe how like awful yeah. <laughs> they are. Um So what was was the Master's plan to like stay as the Doctor forever? I kind of think so. Okay. Or like, yeah, I kind of think
0: yeah. So then he was was he his personality just imported into the Doctor? I
1: think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Yaz kicks him over. He plays the recorder <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile <laughs> um... that's a
0: funny though no
1: you bring and she leaves him there doesn't she she leaves him she runs off back into the tARDIS and runs away and he's like you'll be back has a little strop but he's fine he's like he you knows it's not the end for him yeah um but what we do see is the doctor jodie Whittaker is in this kind of... Oh, yeah, this bit. Plane, regeneration plane. Yeah. (laughs) um, Limbo.
0: Well, you're obviously one of the more
1: determined of us. I'm sorry? You refuse to pass through quite the strength of character, this incarnation. Hmm? The question is... What are we going to do about it? Do about what? Our predicament. This is supposed to be handed over. You can't ruin it for the next one. And you were doing so well. Where am I
0: exactly? Because the last thing I remember is being forced to regenerate.
1: That's why we're here. To stop you moving any further through. You are not finished. We are not finished. We being vestiges of your consciousness, fragments of yourself
0: from the past. Guardians of the Earth.
1: I absolutely loved. Me this too. I, I when when we saw well first we saw the first Doctor and I was like oh amazing yeah it's the first Doctor and then when they started to show more and more I was like oh my god when is this going to stop we're just getting more and more and more Um so we had the first Doctor then we had. Colin Baker. Mm-hmm. Then we had Peter Davidson. Yeah. Then Sylvester McCoy. Then Paul McGann. Yeah. All of them. It's a shame they didn't
0: what have um, Tom Baker.
1: Yeah. Because he's the only classic yeah.
0: Doctor that's still alive that didn't. I
1: wonder if they asked him or they probably did I don't know. because but then he had been in it recently. Well, technically,
0: <laughs> yeah. Recently, yeah. I mean, historically, he didn't want to be in like the five Doctors did. He? So it was cool that he was back for the sixtieth.
1: Um, I liked that it was like, you know, the five-ish doctors, they got their chance, they wanted to be in yes! the 50th, you know, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> they managed to be in this. No, I really liked um, And also, I was thinking, this story probably has more doctors than any Ether. episode in history, right? Yeah. We had Jodie, we had the first doctor, we had Samantha McCoy, Colin Baker, um, Peter Davidson, Paul McGann, we had Joe Martin... We David had Tennant. David Tennant. <laughs> We even saw Shooty Gat. Yeah. And also we even had The Master as another incarnation yeah, of Yeah, That is really cool. So that's like what, ten? Nine? I don't yeah, know. Loads. That's insane.
0: That kind of is very fitting with the title being The Power of the Doctor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um so I thought that was really cool. This reminded me of like um Black Panther. They have this like ancestral plane where like the When the Black Panther dies, or whatever, they could see all the previous Black Mm. Panthers in this like plane. Okay. Um, it reminded me of that. Yeah. And they kind of have this conversation the Doctor does with the past selves, and they're like, Doctor's this Doctor's clinging on and like not going to pass through. But and Um, they want her not to do that, don't they? They want her to. Yeah, exactly. They're kind of bigging her up to like come on, find a way back. Um, and I thought it was a after this a kind of clever way that Jodie gets to stay in the episode despite not being yeah. the doctor is that she well firstly the way this introduces when she comes up with the interface thing and she said like if you're listening to this I'm dead such a call back to the ninth doctor which I loved yeah exactly <laughs> um,
0: it's like the emergency program one or whatever
1: exactly um but obviously, she has her like quirky spin on it, and she's like, "Haha, so serious." Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's there kind of as a hologram interface that can interact with yeah. Because, because she's done the electric shock thing. Because of her electric shock, and so we eventually see also that Ace and Tegan can also talk to this doctor. Um, really cool. It is cool. Um, we'll discuss like their kind of interaction with the doctor in a bit.
0: Yeah, but, um, I was just gonna say on the on the holograms in general. I liked it because yes. it. it i feel like it's become a bit of a staple of the jody era it's the hologram yeah and like, especially her and Yaz, like because she had that before
1: for sure and and also... they had that quite emotional moment with the hologram in flux yeah
0: exactly and also jody being split up like it reminded me
1: of yeah. when she was
0: the three Jodies.
1: yeah in flux yeah it's cool yeah it's cool that's true pretty cool um Meanwhile, we also have Vinder. Vinder, yeah. Appears. I was very excited to see Vinder actually. I like Vinda. I like Vinder too. Um I wonder why he flew in following the missing Quarunks. Is that
0: what he was doing? He was trying to find the Yeah, Quirinx. he was
1: like tracing the Quarunks through the wormhole okay. to this planet. So now he's involved too. He's here. Um he wanders around being like, "Oh, what's going on?" and then he finds the TARDIS and he gives the Doctor a cool. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of that for now. We'll come back to Vinda. Okay. Um, meanwhile, at UNIT, we have yes, Ace. Ace parachuting away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Yaz swoops in and picks her up. Very similarly to how the Doctor has picked up River in the past. Yeah, like diving into things, sweeping so like like <laughs> <scooping laughs> her into the TARDIS. Yeah. Um, Tegan doesn't want to jump. She goes back for Kate. Mm -hmm. she is climbing down through i thought this was a really cool scene you know when she's climbing through and then ashad hears her through the wall. yeah
0: also apparently that's something that happens in classic who like there's a really similar story that she has where she's like in 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 a building climbing down
1: yeah and when these arms start like grabbing through the wall i thought that was really cool it's so scary can you imagine being in that situation (laughs) i know it kind of it reminds me of that terrifying scene that always really scares well it doesn't scare me but like the thought of being in that situation really scares me in the, um, age of steel when they're in the corridor mm. with the, oh. Beside men and they all slowly start to wake up yeah. and you're like rushing down this thin corridor. Yeah. Also reminds me of, grab at you.
0: uh, it's not really the same, so maybe it's not worth it <laughs> but like, you know, in new earth when they're climbing up the ladder and they view. Yeah,
1: it is actually <laughs> kind of similar. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's happening there. Um, and then when she gets, she kind of jumps down, um, finds a place to hide and she gets to she. the interface appears to her mm-hmm. and then really nicely she gets to talk to her doctor Yeah, you're affecting the interface of your hologram implant it's reacting to your emotional memory I should have accounted for that you
0: sort of look like you used to but not quite I could say the same to you surprised you remember
1: you think you left and I never thought of you again i never forget any of you i remember everything yeah Well, what am i thinking seeing all these cybermen hadrick now break heart what i missed you missed you too which i think is really sweet to see them interact yeah um again Especially- so she gets to talk to peter davidson and is it um, no? It's it's sorry. We'll come back to it
0: because it's it's Ace and, that has like sort of has to make her peace, right? Like they didn't end on good terms. But Tegan, I think both of them, didn't, oh, both of had them. kind of unfinished ah, business.
1: Okay. All right. I think Tegan, because um, they have this. He's like, she's like Cybermen of all things, and he's like, she's like, what do you think that makes you think of? And he's like, Adric. Um, and I don't know if you know, but I'm pretty sure Adric died. is one of her fellow companions who died by com- by Cyberman. Mm. Which Sacrificed
0: himself. nice. It really, like, it just shows Tegan and everybody that the Doctor, like, remembers the fallen yeah.
1: one. Because doesn't he have a line which is like, I never, I don't forget any of you. Yeah. Like, you're all, I can't remember what he says, but like, yeah. to the sentiment of like, carry you all with me. Yeah. <laughs> which is lovely. Yeah. Um, um, so that's nice. And then meanwhile Ace goes to this Dalek volcano mm. um and gets to talk to her doctor, which is also a very sweet moment. Yeah.
0: And doesn't she hit a Dalek with a baseball bat, which well, is apparently what she does.
1: Yes, oh. but first <laughs> who does she meet? Graham, that surprised <laughs> me so much.
0: Oh you oh
1: Easy, love. Arnold Palmer-son. Volcano inspector. Graham, friend of the doctor. Oh, former bus driver. Worried about the amount of Daleks in here and what he's gonna do about it. can't get the hang of this. Listen, those metal things, they are from outer space. And they seem to be drilling to disrupt the tectonic plates. We've got to get rid of them a bit sharpish. I know. Wanna see how I dealt with them in 1963? 1963? How old are you? Excuse me, a gentleman never asked that and never on the first date. I'm Ace. Yes, you are. <laughs> I know, I was just like, what the hell is this? Great. <laughs> I really thought we were going to see Ryan too, yeah. but they were just like, Ryan's in Patagonia. That was so
0: random. <laughs> like, it's like, there was, I think they may as well just... Where's Ryan? Patagonia. That was literally okay. the whole
1: conversation.
0: <laughs> yeah. Why did they, um, why was that? Why I don't I don't, know. <laughs> I don't
1: know I don't know Do you think that it...
0: um, Toss and Cole didn't want to come back or do you think
1: they could? Or he's busy. He was posting about like films and stuff. I think maybe he's had a big break and it's like um, scheduling just didn't work. Shooting schedules didn't work I out. Hope, or something. I hope I don't hope know because I feel like he would have been asked. Yeah, you'd think. I thought we would at least see him for like a. I thought maybe she was going to do a goodbye tour. Yeah, same. Because um... she's got a few. Because I was saying. Side note, of all the doctors since David Tennant, she's kind of the only one who has enough people to be able to do a goodbye tour. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Because she could go and um, see like Vinda and Easter. <laughs> Vinda and, and Belle and um, obviously Dan. She could have even gone back and saw like Grace. Yeah. She could have you seen know.
0: Claire. All the people from
1: Flux. exact Jericho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She'd a lot. Um, but she didn't. But Anyway, Graham and Ace kind of team up. Were they flirting? She was like, this is not a normal first date. <laughs> no, he's... was like, is you going to be a couple. No, he's like, how old...
0: She's like, I thought Daleks in the 60s. And he's like, how old are you? And then she's like, you never ask a lady that on the <laughs> <Yeah>. first date. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's I don't know. I mean, maybe. It's kind of nice, I suppose.
1: Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. But anyway that's that Mm -hmm. Um, and at the same time Kate Stewart is very nobly Mm. um, offered to sacrifice herself to the Cybermen um, to protect the rest of the people I was like you weak and feeble actually I'm neither I have knowledge of this planet of its security infrastructure of its leaders you have no reason to offer this release all the soldiers you hold save them from conversion let them go and you can have me
0: feels very fitting and also one thing i thought of when she was like talking to the sidemen about that i was like obviously kate stewart like she's not a main character like but I just had this, like, I was struck by this thought of how cool it is that she's a woman in charge of, like, unit in this, like, yeah. military, like, leadership role. That's very true. You know, it's nice. I I was I just had this moment of, like, approval, well, you know?
1: As someone said, um, she's being in her, her first and most recent I don't know whether it's her last episode both have the word power in the title and they mm. so were like "Showed the power of Kate Stewart <laughs> man <laughs> like, oh yeah it could be a third episode called the power
0: of Kate Stewart <laughs> yeah um, it's kind of cool
1: yeah that's cool um yeah we like Kate Stewart and, and also another kind of interesting parallel is obviously the Brigadier mm. um, in "Dark Water, Death in Heaven his kind of corpse is turned into a side man and tries to kill the master. I don't know if you remember.
0: Oh, no, I didn't remember that.
1: Well, does. I know I the master that. says something to her about, like... About the Brigadier. Yeah. Apparently, the Brigadier's had multiple times of, like, one-upping the master. Ah, nice. So he's, he's petty. Um, but, basically, yeah, Kate offers to give herself up. And that's what I have... Given as the end of the middle. And now we're... Because now we're coming up to the ending. Yeah, the okay. End. So and to the everything is Everyone's kind of in danger. It's all stacking up. So, I think the master has a little breakdown and is like, wants to kill everyone. Wait, so <laughs> um, what happened? What, what happened? Where is the master at this point? What's The master was picked up by Yaz. I think because Yaz was like, I'm going to use... This is my plan. I don't think we know this. Really, but he's gonna. She's gonna try and get use him to get Jody back, mm-hmm. regener, regenerate, re regenerate. So she goes back to where she dumped him, picks him up, brings him back to St. Petersburg mm-hmm. Palace. The master goes on a classic little rant. He's like having a little breakdown, and he's like, "We're gonna set off all the volcanoes and everything." Like, how are the Daleks setting off the volcanoes?
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who knows? Okay, so that's what he wants Star-like to do. Power. Like,
0: maybe they all exterminate the lava. So he wants to do that, like, in the name of the doctor. Yes. Okay. As well as converting everybody into Cyberman
1: Yes. He's just having a big killing spree. Okay, I think. got it. Classic. Um, so all these volcanoes start going off. It's crazy. But then Yaz says, "Like, You're so busy, you forget to see who's just walked in, or <laughs> something." <laughs> <laughs> and it's the fugitive and guess who doctor. It is the fugitive doctor i cheered when she came in i was very happy i love
0: the fugitive doctor it's cool that she's come back
1: i kind of wish she had a bigger part um i kind of feel like i could see i could see russell bringing her yeah back. same same i could see that that's cool she's a really great actress yeah
0: i really enjoy her
1: a lot. so
0: can i just clarify is that the hologram doctor but just posing as the fugitive doctor yes because then it fluctuates how is she able to be the fugitive doctor at that moment
1: i think the hologram in general is kind of fluctuating in like perception of because like i think the reason why they were like old and stuff as well was because it was like in the perception of tegan and and mm, okay, eggs. I see. And like, I don't think it's like a set, like because it was all kind of fluctuating around. You know, like the different faces yeah. were like fluctuating on the face. It was all very. So, so I guess it's kind of right.
0: And the master, flexible. remind me, the master like has faced off against the fugitive doctor, hasn't he? Like they've yes. met, so that would make sense for in
1: the timeless sh- children. Yes, that would make sense for her. So to... I guess something to do with that. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, but the but the I don't master, know whether, the doc- whether the hologram has any power yeah. over what it can, like, I don't know whether it can choose. Yeah. But okay. I was really happy to do the Fugitive
0: Doctor nonetheless. Yeah, and then, of course, it's here at this point, isn't it, that when the Master tries to kill the Doctor, but it's the hologram, so it, like, backfires
1: When the Cybermen tried to kill the Doctor.
0: Yeah, but, like, on the Master's orders.
1: Yeah, I think, okay. yeah, yeah.
0: I think so, that's them. So, right, so the Fugitive Doctor appears, and she's like, hello, I'm the Doctor. Like, exactly as yes. she said before, and the Master's like, what? And then, so he, so the Cybermen tried to kill her, But because she's a hologram, it, like, backfires against them. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Um, Because it just goes straight through the hologram and they kill each other.
0: And because, because, and then this is, this is the part that's cool, isn't it? It's because they're master Cybermen, they've got regenerate, regeneration, which we already saw at the beginning. So that's how they're able to harness
1: that to reverse the process. I liked that. Yeah. It's clever. Clever. Um, So they managed to force the master to regenerate back. And then he was just sort of slumped there. Is that like... He was a little slump. He's just recuperating. Yeah. Okay. I guess so. you're kind of wondering what's up with him. Mm -hmm. So um, we've got a few, basically all of the different kind of strings are all coming up to a big conclusion Mm -hmm. at this point. So Kate's very dramatically being converted to a Man. Did did you think that was the end of Kate? I think I did. I think I did too. Yeah. Um, Tegan is like reaching to try and turn off the unit conversion thing, the like energy source, or whatever. And the arm is like grabbing her through the wall. Yeah. Um, and then the whole of unit like blows up. Graham and Ace beat up a Dalek with a bat, <laughs> which is a classic Ace. <laughs> yes. Scene oh, this is from Classic Okay. Cool. Um, and the volcanoes blow up, so everything's blowing up. Yeah. Um, Kate and Tegan get out of unit safe. Um, everybody gets in the TARDIS. Very reminiscent of bringing the Earth back. Yeah. Home in Journey's End. Yeah, which was nice. If only like they meant to be had flowing. played um, the song. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> um, so everyone was there around the TARDIS. It was very sweet. It was sweet. This was when they were like, "Where's Ryan?" Patagonia. <laughs> Um, so (laughs) almost everything is complete Mm -hmm. Um, the doctor uses her TARDIS everyone's gathered around the TARDIS they all get a little job to do um, and she goes into the master's TARDIS and double powers it by using their TARDIS to jumpstart that one Mm -hmm. they freeze all the volcanoes so that's all fine it looks really cool yes because they use the cyber conversion planet
0: so they freeze them into steel because they're Cybermen.
1: Yes, exactly, which is very cool. I just had a, this is such, this makes this link makes zero sense. I was just thinking, Caecilius likes modern art. <laughs> Caecilius is in Pompeii with a volcano. <laughs> he would have loved to see in this modern art volcano. <laughs> he probably would have been traumatized by the modern art volcano. <laughs> Perhaps, actually, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he nearly died. <laughs> if his volcano had been turned into modern art, that would have been nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, so she's like, one last thing and then we're done. Mm-hmm. So she steps out onto the planet um, and she tries to get the Quarunks. She's like, just disintegrate every- all this planet. This will be over. You can be free. Do you know what? The quarrying sort of reminds me of the Star Whale. Oh, yeah. And it's like yeah, it's being, powering it's being the planet
0: and the Doctor's trying to like set it free. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, true. and one of the reviews I was reading was like, you know, it was this act of
1: kindness of freeing the quirks that like led to her, her. That's very true. We always like it when a regeneration is a result of an act of kindness. <laughs> it's very doctor. <laughs> we always like. it We do. <laughs> so, she's setting these quirks free, but then we have one last confrontation with the master. So, where does master How come UK? from? I don't know he's just appeared on the planet (laughs) he appears they may have explained that and i don't remember but he's there um they have one last dramatic confrontation you lost you gambled and you lost and now your body's failing because of what you put it through maybe but if I can't be the doctor, neither can you. And he uses his little planet powery thing to get the Quarynx to aim towards the Doctor, and it splashes her. Yeah,
0: I thought he was using his like miniaturizing thing, but he wasn't. I don't think no, so. No, because he didn't mean interest it. I just got a bit confused what was happening. So that's what he was I doing. Really he was know, directing. He, I think
1: because he has control over the cyber... I see. ...Siberium and everything. Yeah. Cybermen. Cyber planet. He has control over the Quarrenx, I guess, in that situation. And it slashes the Doctor. And she collapses in a heap on the floor.
0: Yeah.
1: um, Tragically. It
0: reminded me of the...
1: um, Doctor Falls. Like, the Master yeah. and the... Master. And also kind of what happens after when Yaz runs out to pick her up, it does remind me of like Bill with the Doctor's dead body on the floor. Like it's a similar parallel. So Yaz picks her up and takes her inside. Yeah. Um pretty tragic. Pretty tragic. So then we have basically the last the Doctor and Yaz The goodbye. Kind of have their last conversation. I don't want it to end.
0: A wise person once said to me goodbyes only hurt because what came before was so special.
1: Oh, and it's been
0: so special. You and Graham and Ryan and Dan. Nobody else got to be us. Nobody else got
1: to live our days. Nobody. And my hearts... ...are so full of love of all of you. Oh, I have... ...loved being with you, Yaz. And I have loved being me. I thought it was really sweet, so obviously they kind of have this acceptance of what's going to happen, which is very mature of Yaz, I think it shows her growth, because I feel like you could imagine a younger Yaz having a bit of a strop over the Doctor regenerating. I kind of, Um, yeah,
0: I think when I first watched it I was a bit like, oh, I kind of wish it had been more tragic, sort of a la Rose and Ten, you know, those sort of vibes,
1: but actually I appreciate the maturity I think in hindsight, I appreciate this kind of last interaction more than maybe in the moment I felt a bit like underwhelmed. Yeah. But I think it's actually quite beautiful. And when they kind of were like one last trip and they like sit over looking at the earth, I think it's quite a nice reflective way to end the journey.
0: Yeah, it is. I think I also was a bit like, I felt a little bit, well, I don't know. I think it does make sense, and I do like the positiveness, like I said before at the start, and, like, the reflectiveness and the maturity. It was nice that you had that scene in the TARDIS where, like, Yaz was, like, really upset.
1: Why's close to bell ringing? Doctor, get your hand. One more time!
0: had the emotion but then that wasn't the final goodbye the final goodbye was Well, that's
1: what i was thinking right because i was thinking most of our traumatic we've never really had a traumatic companion end at the same time as a doctor regeneration like i think that would detract from the regeneration
0: Mm, it's true because you need a bit of peace with the
1: region you need to feel like hopeful about the regeneration exactly it a regeneration can never be a purely tragic thing like we need to obviously you're always going to feel a bit sad but also it's always got to be about like hope and like the next step and it's it's always in general it's like a positive like oh my god look at the times we had wasn't it amazing yeah on to the next one i
0: just i was a Um, bit what did you think do you think they concluded the like romance side of things well enough
1: yeah i'm not sure about the romance i think they could have i don't know i think it was implicit yeah in that kind of last, like, having to say goodbye to each other. But I think maybe it could have been more explicit.
0: Yeah, I think they sort of, with the previous two specials, they sort of led us to believe maybe it was going to be a bit more explicit at the end. Yeah. It sort of seemed a little bit of a retraction back into, like, yeah. the But then Perhaps I'm wondering was. if they did have that scene, you know, in Legend of the Sea Devils where they were basically, like, it's too hard because I'm gonna
1: like, yeah. regenerate. So
0: maybe that you, I kind of get the feeling that they've had a lot of conversations off screen.
1: Yeah, and have reached like an acceptance. and also like I feel like you still feel the kind of feelings they have, like when Gaz is carrying the doctor, yeah. the doctor's yeah. body and stuff like that. Like that feels very emotional and like like a romantic gesture. Yeah,
0: it does. It does.
1: I kind of um, just thought, yeah. you
0: know when they were on the TARDIS and the Doctor was like, I have loved spending time, like, I've loved being me and I've loved spending time with you and I've loved, yeah. I kind of wondered if she was going to be like, and I especially love you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They could have, that would have been an opportunity yeah. to just say like, and like, I really did love you.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I'm sorry that this hasn't been <laughs> like worked out for us. Yeah. But like, oh, what a great time we had, you know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, Yaz gets dropped off. And like, I absolutely loved this. Oh. Um, Firstly, we saw Graham and Dan appear (laughs) together. And Adam the whole time, Adam was like, I need to see Graham before we meet. Um, So when Graham and Dan walked out, we were like, yeah. And I thought this was such a lovely scene and such a lovely idea. was this like support group for ex-companions of the Doctor.
0: That started me thinking though. I can't be the only one. I can't. And look, I'm not. But I reckon there are more people out there too. So maybe
1: this is where we share stories... about the doc. I will also say I may want to recruit you for some work.
0: <laughs> Dan,
1: I've, uh, I've only been back a month and got to say, I'm, I'm glad I'm not on the verge of being exterminated anymore. <laughs> but I do miss her.
0: Sorry. Did you say... her? How many doctors are there? I think we're going to be here quite some time. I think it's perfect. I'm so happy with that. And I it meant it felt so special, even though, you know, we're not really classic who fans, so we didn't really get to see any of like our people.
1: But even we've seen we've seen um what's the first episode of Doctor Ian? Who? an unearthly child. We've seen an unearthly child and there's even Which Ian, that is crazy. I thought that's honestly but him in I think is amazing. 60 like the first years. episode of Doctor Who sixty years He's ninety eight years old, I think. Really?
0: yeah (laughs) that was really really cool that's
1: amazing yeah um joe grant she was in sarah jane a lot so i knew who she is oh
0: yeah and i think it was nice it's it is really nice for yaz to end with that because otherwise because she's yeah she's you know not having this tragic donna rose type end which is nice the alternative is that she's just dropped on earth and sort of be like well where does she go but you know, she's got into that a companion support, support
1: group, which is nice. I think that's really lovely. I literally loved that scene so much. I thought that was so sweet. And
0: I think it's something they could return back to because they're like, yeah. there must be more of us out there. It's like, yeah, know. <laughs> there are, Go That could be a cool it. little spin-off show. Yeah.
1: Um Yeah, I thought it was such a lovely end for that. And then and then we see the Doctor herself, her final Yeah. She's alone. As they usually are. Which I really liked this. Blossom, yes, blossom. That's um, the only sad thing. I want to know what happens next. Right, then. Doctor, whoever I'm about to be. Tag. You're it. it was so beautiful um, in the... It was absolutely stunt. That setting was so beautiful. That's the most beautiful regeneration I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I also really loved... I don't know if you picked up on The Blossomiest Blossom. What? Yeah, I was like, what is she saying? I have a quote. Okay. So it's a reference to... um with context i think it's such a lovely sentiment um it's a, a screenwriter um called dennis potter mm-hmm. who in the 90s died of cancer and apparently this is quite a famous interview he had um as he was dying of cancer and reflecting on his death and i'll quote this quote to you oh, yeah because this is from like one of his final interviews before his death and he said um He said, the blossom is out in full now there in the West early. It's a plum tree. It looks like apple blossom, but it's white. And looking at it, instead of saying, oh, that's a nice blossom. Last week, when looking at it through the window when I'm writing, I see it as the whitest, frothiest, blossomiest blossom that there ever could be. And I can see it. Things are both more trivial than they ever were and more important than they ever were. And the difference between the trivial and the important doesn't seem to matter. But the nowness of everything is absolutely wondrous. And if people could see that, you know. There's no way of telling you, you have to experience it, but the glory of it, if you like, the comfort of it, the reassurance. Not that I'm interested in reassuring people, bugger that. The fact is, if you can see the present tense, boy, do you see it, and boy, can you celebrate it, he said. Oh. So I think it's about, it's reflecting on death as someone who's dying and can see death there and appreciating the present for, like, it's pure beauty for what it is. Yeah. I think it's very poetic. It is. That's so nice, and it's so fitting for Jodie. It is to like see it as a in this moment in the ending is like the trivial, the beauty in the trivial things. Yeah. Um, the blossomiest Blossom. I think that's really beautiful, and I didn't, I didn't know about that. No,
0: me neither. I was like, I was trying to figure out what she was saying, and I was like, "What?" Yeah,
1: same. I was like, "Is that a reference to like an old quote that I've missed yeah. from like, Doctor Who?" Oh, I don't know, but so I thought nice. that was really beautiful.
0: Yeah, I really like that. And I think it's nice to see a regeneration where the
1: Doctor is so at peace with the regeneration. Yeah. Because like cor- she had a moment in the TARDIS with Yaz of like a kind of I don't want to go moment, like I could do so much more. Yeah, um, But she was very at peace. Mm. And it was very lovely to see. It was, it was happier than kind of all the regeneration. Like, I don't know. There was, I guess you could say like Matt Smith was happy, but it was quite like a reflect, I don't know. It was... I I don't think it was so. This was more joyous.
0: Yeah, and I think Matt Smith and Matt Smith and Christopher Eccleston's I guess were different because they had the companion there that was continuing. Yeah. So you've got the companion there being so shocked and like, uh, which kind of takes yeah. away from like the exactly the piece of the scene. And then David Tennant obviously was like, didn't want to go,
1: tragic. <laughs> and then
0: <laughs> Pete, uh, Peter Capaldi was like somewhat at peace. Um,
1: yeah it was quite forward looking
0: yeah which is kind of the same. like you know when he's so like I doctor i let you go and she's like doctor whoever you are next um whatever she said tag, doctor you're whoever it. you're gonna be tag you it which is such a
1: i think that's such a joey line, line. <laughs> yeah it is i actually think that's a really lovely choice for a last line because it's obviously in a way i was like it's not like Poetic, you know, like we have. Like I will always remember when the doctor was me. Yeah, like that sort of thing. Where you are like, oh, but like it was so Jodie, and it was the same sentiment as Peter's, really, isn't it? Mm. That sort of thing, like looking forward to the next doctor. Um, But in such a like last kind of cheeky doctor way. Yeah, and
0: even more like excited and positive about what's next than Pete. Like Peter's was very like, it's like accepting. Like I let you go. But she was like, yeah. go, okay, go, like, be the doctor. Yeah, like,
1: <laughs> come on, let's see what you're going to do. Yeah, like... exactly. Beautiful. I think that was a really lovely end. I'm really, really happy with how they've ended Jason. Yeah.
0: I heard somebody say that, like, the beach um, is like, Broadchurch reminiscent. It did look like Broadchurch. Which is weird because it's Jodie and David there. Yeah, and did you notice? I kept being distracted in the very first scene. The guy that's like on the train, like he's the guy... Oh, Nige. (laughs) Nige. I was like, Nige? Nige.
1: I know. Anyway.
0: That was funny. I was like, oh, trust Doctor Who getting everywhere.
1: Yeah. It's a beautiful place. But, should we talk about the regeneration into
0: David David
1: Tennant Tennant. (laughs) which I feel like is what's dominated like Twitter and everything like that's what people are taking away from this but obviously we are really taking away Jodie we love Jodie um but also this provides me with a lot of excitement for the future it's
0: hard I think to like navigate those feelings of like sadness and like wanting to honor what's come but also being excited about what's next I don't want it to dominate I think Jodie needs her moment Yes. I think it's unusual because it's an unusual circumstance, isn't it? It's, it's very not unusual. It's not Gatwa. If it was Shooty Gatwa, people would be excited, but they'd be like, cool, yeah. Shooty series. But everybody's like, David Tennant. And obviously we knew he was coming and back. And also,
1: all the like normies watching this, yeah. everyone is so surprised that David Tennant's there. And I'm like, <laughs> guys, this has been an app. At- like, we kind yeah, of knew this was coming. Yeah, um, we knew this was coming. But everyone on Twitter is like, what the hell? It's David Tennant, you know? So like, yeah. I think those who don't keep up with doctor who news as avidly as us mm. like it's like a huge shock so everyone's taking to the internet to like discuss it mm. um which is taking away a bit i guess from jodie mm. but oh my god it's it's exciting um it is exciting i i knew oh when we saw david firstly i saw the clothes yeah and i was like what Why are the clothes changing? Do you know why the clothes are changing? I
0: think the clothes are changing because it's, like, an indication of a not normal regeneration.
1: Yeah. I think, because... Something, because the master's triggered something in this degeneration process, I guess.
0: I think so. I I, I wonder if it's going to, because I thought, I don't know, I'm sort of, like, I do like how it ended. I think it would have been cool as well if she had regenerated because of, like, you know rather than them resolving the forced regeneration and then and then yeah. the, the the regeneration actually being triggered by the I wonder if like but I, I think it's probably still connected I think it's probably that she hadn't fully recovered from the
1: I imagine it is yeah the
0: other bit so that's interesting that's why and it's like messed with the system and she's like and, <coughs> and that's why she, the clothes have changed Maybe,
1: yeah. Because it's like I guess we'll see. Yeah. Um, I loved as soon as he like was there and then like looked at teeth or whatever. <sighs> I was like, oh my god, new teeth! Is he, what's he gonna yeah. say? I knew it was gonna be something teeth related. I love
0: that it was like it's so cool because we in in that scene we had a callback to the passing of the ways and a callback to the Runaway Bride, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Was it the Runaway the Bride? What what mean? what? Yeah, which is a classic. 10th Doctor, that's happened multiple times Yeah, so what, what, what.
0: and the Voyage of the Damned, right? Yeah,
1: exactly, so, and it was going to be in the end of um, yeah. Journey's End as well, so yeah. it's, a, it's a big thing what, 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 and I was I was saying it with him as he started saying <laughs> what, I was like, what? Yeah, it was so good and like um, Yeah, I loved it It's very it intriguing really, like, That's really cool Um, So exciting to see him there um the next time um i think something that's really really quite interesting about the next time is that which we didn't really know before is that shooty is yeah. gonna be in the specials and shooty's already filming we didn't know shooty was already filming. no so that was that under all wraps.
0: under wraps which was I, I read some other things like kudos to them because they kept that under wraps they kept all the classic doctors coming back under wraps like there's yeah, things, that's really well We done. think we know things because of the sleuthing fans and all the photos and all the, like, yeah. rumours. And, you know, we don't know everything, which is really cool. Exactly.
1: So, and also, interestingly, what does he say? What the hell is going on? Yeah, he says,
0: somebody tell me what the hell is going on here. So to me,
1: that implies that's not just to him. That's not just, like, he's just regenerated from David into Shuty. Like, something's going on there. Yeah. Right? That's not a normal reaction to regenerating. No. So, do
0: you think... are they going to
1: be like fluctuating between the two of them? Maybe. Are they going to be? And he's in the same clothes.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I wonder. Oh, he's in. Is he in David Tennant's clothes?
1: Yeah, ah. but with the tie
0: undone. Yeah, I wonder if it's like the interface is going to be like, yeah, something them. like that.
1: Um, so that's really interesting. Um, it looks really good. I think Neil Patrick Harris looks really freaky. Yeah, <laughs> he looks really cool. David Tennant's still um, running. Donna. Yeah. I think it looks great. Obviously, we don't see much from that, but oh my god, it looks great. It does look great. I'm very, very excited. Well, that's that, I suppose. Any reflections on the era as a whole?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's obviously so much to say on the era. I wonder... At some point, we should do a separate episode, just, like, doing the highlights of, like, the different eras.
1: Yeah, I'd like to do that. But I
0: guess for now... um, I think this era means a lot. I think to me and you, this era means a lot because when it started, we weren't fans, and we became we re became fans during this era. So, like the yeah, second so half we, of this, this era, this is the first
1: era, like era that we'd been watching as like adult fans instead of like, yeah. children fans.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it means a lot because it's like in 2020 was when we became fans again. So we've had like flux and the specials to be like watching live and recording podcasts and like being involved. Yeah. And obviously, you know, getting to discover the first two series of Jodie's like belatedly was cool as well. And I think, I don't know, this era done so much and it's been so, I think it's like taken on some really big ambitious concepts which is cool and it's what doctor who should do yeah i think
1: it's been divisive clearly Mm. but like personally i felt really like especially watching it live like getting into like flux and the special like i feel like i've felt very connected to it and i've been really like i really felt the emotional connection grow which was really nice yeah Um, yeah i think i think it's been a really successful era obviously there's been bits that aren't as strong that's the same as every Doctor Who era there's been um I think Jodie Whittaker's been amazing I think she's a stunning actress
0: yeah Um, I think yeah I think she really is and I think I'm just still grateful that we've had a female Doctor like she's done
1: yeah and I'm sure we will again and I find myself
0: like every now and then just being like it's so cool that there's that role model there for, like, young girls that we didn't have. Exactly. Like, we were so into Doctor Who, but, like, we didn't have that, and now... Yeah, it's, it's so cool. Yeah. Very lucky. Well, I guess we probably should wrap, because we've been going for an hour and a half. <laughs>
1: Whoa. Let's, let's wrap this up. <laughs> um,
0: But I think, yeah, at some point we should definitely do a retrospect of the... Of, I'd like to do yeah. all the eras and you know really break them down. There's so much. Definitely, I feel you know. Obviously, we 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 should acknowledge that we haven't been podcasting a lot this year, and we we did miss, unfortunately, the other specials doing uh, reactions to. But yeah, we've got a plan, and we're very excited yeah. to be podding I'm again. Stick
1: to a schedule. We're going to edit release
0: we've got so many episodes. unreleased episodes that we really want to get out there yeah. um and, and
1: next one after this um we have recorded and edited a character discussion for wilfred mott um, yeah which very excited to release
0: yeah that'll be good and i'm excited to record new ones as well as well as release for the first time these ones that i'm proud of that we did like a year ago to not quite two but like a year and a half ago you know so that'll be cool they'll be coming they'll be coming so lots of doctor who content even if we don't have the real show until november 2023
1: (laughs) yes very exciting yeah but the end of an era the
0: end of an era yeah
1: um be sure to check out our instagram at listen underscore pod if you want to see updates on what we're posting, all our new episodes, I'm going to try and be quite active on there.
0: Mm-hmm. And you can also send us an email at pod at gmail.com if you'd like to contact us that way. Please do. It's
1: been a great episode. Great era. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really, really has. So I guess that's all for now. But um, join us next time for another fun Doctor Who discussion.
1: Thanks for taking the time to listen to listen.